Have you guys noticed that you can't go anywhere without seeing designer this or designer that, even designer furniture? On my social feeds and celebrity homes, it's everywhere. Have you seen how expensive these are? Well, if you want the sofa or recliner or bed that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends, but without the designer prices. Oh, and they're well-made, too. It's the whole package. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. From coast to coast and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Online with Bill Alexander is a guest-driven program where the topics are diverse and entertaining. Laugh and learn while you listen to one of the best hours of online radio around. Online with Bill Alexander. Good day, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander. Here on WMCK.FM and also at italknet.com as we're streaming live all across the internet. So hopefully if you're listening, you can stop by and uh, drop me a message while you are listening to the program tonight. A big thank you to last night's program. We had Kristen Tunney, who was able to fill in at the last minute last night, and she actually talked with us about what's going on in New York City with uh, Broadway being basically closed down for the unforeseeable future. I believe 30 days we talked about last night. So a big thank you to her. Tomorrow night, we're still going to be talking about the whole um, Corona uh, uh, virus and also, or um, COVID-19, depending on who you talk to. We'll be talking to uh, media specialist, John Daly tomorrow night. We'll be talking about that. But tonight we're talking about something that I've been putting off for a long time. Okay. That's really a bad pun, but we're talking about procrastination this evening. On the phone line, we have Eric Twig. He's the author of Discipline Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. He's also the host of the weekly inspirational podcast titled The 30-Minute Hour and is a certified life and business coach. He has conducted over 28,000 coaching sessions, helped executive leaders and entrepreneurs who have moved from feeling frustrated to finding fulfillment. He has also led organizations of 500 or more in corporate America and shares his message with corporations, associates, and congregations across the country. On the phone line right now, we have Eric Twiggs. Eric, how are you doing this evening? Fantastic, Bill. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm so glad that you uh, could join us um, with everything going on in the world today. But the thing I think is interesting about this is you are, from what I've read, said that we all can overcome procrastination, which 
to me, for some people, it's their first nature. It's what they do. They put everything off until the last minute. There are people that say, hey, I work better under pressure. And there are students that say, I learn when I cram at the last minute. But listening to your book last or yesterday, I thought it was interesting when you said that we're not doing ourselves any favors by doing this because we're, it's not becoming rote learning. It's basically short-term memory. And we are frustrating ourselves because we are doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you're not uh, impacting long-term memory. It's just your short-term to get through the test. Uh, and, and so the, the big thing with procrastination, and, and people say what you just said to me all the time, that, hey, I work better under pressure, and I call that justification for procrastination. And, and we have to realize that there is a cost that we pay when we put things off to the last minute. So what is your strategy when you go out and work with these people in public to get them to overcome that? Because probably the most difficult uh, thing to do is take that first step away from procrastinating. Well, I think, so So the book is based, The Discipline of Now, it's really based off of awareness and really becoming aware uh, of what, what are those things that trigger you to procrastinate. But the big thing when I'm working with people is I make sure they're really clear on where they want to go. Okay. And one of the things I point out in the book is that clarity is the starting point of success. So who did you write the book for? Well, the book is written for the entrepreneurial executive. Okay. That person that's really looking to go from good to great. They're really trying to get to that next level. That's who the book is written for. So what do you think some of the things that are standing in these people's way about starting or actually doing what you need to do? Well, it's a lot more complicated. Than it so on the surface, you would think, okay, the person is just lazy. Right. They're procrastinating. But when you really start to peel the onion back, there's a lot of factors involved. Like, like I said earlier, a lot of it is clarity, not really having a clear destination of where you want to go and, and to get distracted. And so everything, if, you really, if you're not clear on where you want to go, everything seems like a good idea. And you start saying yes to all these different things. But I've worked with people, and once they've gotten clarity as far as the specifically what they want, it's easier for them to say no to those things that don't line up with that destination. So when you talk about clarity and people getting it, what do you mean? So really figuring out, you know, starting with your purpose, you know, your vision for yourself. You know, what is it that you, what's the legacy you want to leave? What do you want to be known for? And then just really kind of breaking it down to really figure out what is it that you want to do. And, and a, lot of pe- a lot of people I work with that really don't know what they want to be when they grow up. Okay. And, and you know, you start focus- focusing on making money, and, but that's not really, you know, you, you can be successful and not really be significant. So do you feel that when people procrastinate, they don't really see – or they're not living their fullest potential. They know it's something just to get things done, but they're not doing what they really want to do. And that's why they're putting it off. Well, that's one of the reasons, uh, and, but there could be other reasons as well. It, it could be as simple as they just don't like doing the task. Okay. That makes sense. So, right. So, you know, it's called task aversion. Okay. It's just something they, they really don't 
want to do. But the, the challenge with that is it's, it's a lot of times it's something that if you don't do it, it carries consequences right. that you don't want to deal with. So how do you get people to overcome this or at least start in the right direction to start saying, hey, I need to do this. It's for my well-being and so on and so forth. Well, I, I think so. A big reason we, we really have to it depends on the individual. So I really try to figure out what, what's the main thing that's causing them to procrastinate. You know, is it a lack of clarity? Is it fear? A lot of times, fear is, is a big stumbling block. So, so once I once I gain uh, help them to become aware of what specifically is causing the procrastination, then we can take the next steps. Like another big one when I'm working with people is perfectionism. Okay. You know, I, I work with people that, you know, they, they're always doing research. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they always do research. And, and, and I always say this to people, you, know, you, you can't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. Okay. You know, at some point you have to move forward. Yeah, yeah there's a season to do your research and get your facts, but at some point you have to take the first step. So basically what you're saying is that they're doing this research and they keep doing research because it's safe. They're not putting themselves out on the line. They're using someone else's work, but they're having a difficult time or they have the fear of moving forward to actually start their own individual work. Yes, yes. And sometimes it's paralysis by analysis, but deep down, it's, it's, they're really, they're stalling in some cases because it could be that, that fear. Yes. So I, I know with things that I have done in the past, I've had, um, I've worked in this industry in, in uh, terrestrial radio for 30 years. I do this now, and I've done projects in between. And I know there are times that I really feel passionate about the project, but it's very hard to get it going. Is it because I have a block in my mind that's saying, wait, I'm such a perfectionist that it has to be right the first time that I don't want to make a mistake? Or is it that I'm intimidated by something in that or both? Well, it, it could be that you're overthinking it, you know, and, and it, sometimes it helps just to focus on the next step, you know, especially if, if you have a, a project and, and it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot to it, and, and it can seem overwhelming, and so a lot of times it, the easiest thing is to do nothing. Right. And so a lot of times it helps if you, like, even if you're, you're talking about something like cleaning out the garage, that, that's a project, and it's like, man, this is, I, I don't know where to start, so I'm just not going to do anything. It could be as simple as starting with, you know, the trash pile, and then next steps from there. The next step. From, so really, then as you take each step, it's a lot easier. So what I'm hearing is, is that you're telling these people that you're talking to, to take small small steps or at least small accomplishments before you hit the big picture, because once you achieve each of those small accomplishments, you're actually experiencing a little bit of success, and then you can keep that going. Absolutely, yeah. You start to build momentum, and, and so like like I have a I have an embarrassing confession to make. For example, so when I first realized, I got to this point where I realized I wanted to be a professional speaker and okay. write a book. It took me three years to get moving because I, I'm I'm being a perfectionist. I'm like, okay, you know, what what am I going to say that people haven't heard before and you know, who would want to, who would pay money to bring me in? And you start thinking about all these things. It took me three years to get started. And finally, I took the small step of joining Toastmasters. 
international speaking group. Right. And then from there, the next step came. And then from there, the next step came. Here we are talking today. So how many years have you been doing this? Have you been a motivational speaker? So I officially got my website and got everything started back in 2011. That's when I really officially kind of launched. Okay. And how many how many different groups have you spoken to in those 11 years? Or in those nine years, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, plenty. <laughs> all, so I do, you know, I do a lot of workshops. Okay. With different groups, like government agencies. Uh, um, I do, I've done nonprofits. I've done for-profit businesses. Um, a lot of what I do is I'll get people together, and I have these interactive workshops, and we unpack you know, what, what is it that's causing them to procrastinate? What's, what's it costing them? What it, you know, what's causing them? And then ultimately, how do we arrive at the cure? Right. Um, and, I, and I do keynote presentations uh, at various conferences as well. So have you noticed, uh, I mean, has procrastination become a problem um, more recently? Or has it been something we've been dealing, it, dealing with for decades? Well, I think we've been dealing with it for decades. But when we look at recently with, with the technology, there's more distractions. Okay. So here's what happens. When you, let's say you've got a presentation to do. The presentation is due in 30 days, and you start feeling anxiety about it. You start getting feeling fearful. So you, you're, you're looking for a release, and it's very easy to check social media to get that release. It's right. easy to check it message check email so so now that so that there's, there's a lot of different distractions things to that you can you know go to to get that relief that you're looking for um than in years past the, the, I'll, I'll tell you this the most distracting thing that you own is your cell phone which right. makes sense yeah because we have it with us all the time right but but think about this so there, there was a study that was done they studied these college students and 88% of them said that they could feel their phone vibrating when it was powered off. <laughs> they, they, you know, they call it, there's a thing, it's called the, the phantom notification syndrome. Right. It, it's a thing. And, and that's how, that tells you, your phone is so distracting that it distracts you even when it's powered off. Well, and what's interesting about that, now everybody has smartwatches or... Um, activity trackers and stuff like that, that you could actually be doing something. Then all of a sudden it vibrates on your wrist. You look at it and now you've just wasted time. You've distracted yourself. And then you have to go back to the task you were doing, which probably takes a few minutes longer than what would have happened. If you looked at what, just what the time was. Absolutely. And, and so you mentioned the vibration and that's why I, I, when I work with people, I suggest just turning off all of different notifications. If it's on your smart watch, if it's, you know, on your computer, you know how you get these chimes and alerts mm -hmm. when you're getting an email or when you're getting a social media update. It, it really can just keep help you to stay off track if you're not careful. So the other thing is, too, and I've been noticing this, um, that, that people may go out, they may get involved with someone else, they go out to dinner. And one thing we notice them doing is they're not having a conversation with each other. They're actually looking at their phones. And they're not even in the moment with the person they're with. 
So I can imagine if they're not able to do it with someone in public, how would you be able to do that if you're talking to someone on the phone, if you're doing a, a, a meeting through a webinar, whatever it is, you're only listening to part of the conversation and not focusing on the whole thing because you have something else distracting you. Absolutely. I mean, it's a huge problem. I and mean, if you just go to a restaurant and just look around, you know, most people are, are on their phone and not really engaged with with the person that's the person that's in front of them. And, and you know, like like I figured, I figured this out. Like why most kids, they, they they love the grandparents. Right. Right. And and one of the reasons is because the grandparents are giving the, the kids their undivided attention. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know, with the parents, we, we've, we've been pulled in 20 different directions where, you know, and our, our attention can be divided. But it just shows you, you know, with the grandparents, they're just locked into that to that child. And but now so, so that intention thing is critical. And there's just more just like we said, there's just more distractions than ever. So what's what are some of the suggestions you have for someone that is suffering from from chronic procrastination, how can they start their day and actually finish through a task without being interrupted? So a couple of suggestions. Number one, I would say to be intentional and, and really kind of make an appointment with yourself to do some of the key things. Again, it could be, it could start small. So let's say it's, you know, I'm going to, Finish, I'm going to file this expense report. Instead of just saying, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do that this week, set a specific time to say on Monday at 1 o'clock, I'm going to go in my office, I'm going to file that report. Okay. Put it on your calendar. You'll be much more likely to do it than if you say, I'm, I'm going to do it. And what happens, if you say you're going to do it, you'll never get around to it you know, in a lot of instances. So, I mean, so that, that's a simple thing. When you, when you get in the habit of making little appointments with yourself, that helps. So, because I know when I do things and when I have to write things up or do reports or whatever it may be, I know if I have three or four days before it's due or before the meeting, whatever it may be, I work on it a little bit every day. And then on that final day, I'm going, okay, I know I have to devote, devote at least an hour, an hour and a half to do this. And then that way I'm able to do that without having my focus taken away. So is that what you're suggesting is basically writing it down, saying, hey, you, you're going to do this then. You've scheduled your own time with yourself to be able to do that. Yes, absolutely. Right. And, and it's just much more putting it, making an appointment with yourself, it makes it just that much more likely that it's going to happen. And then the other thing you can do just to take it to the next level, you can actually, and this is really the next level, where you actually block off the time and you... You know, get, you, get yourself a kitchen timer, you set it for 20 minutes, and then for that window of time, you, you're not distracted by you turn your phone off, okay. you're not on social media, um, you, if you're in an office environment, you tell people to hold the calls, and you set the timer. And, and knowing that the timer is, is ticking, it, it really kind of puts the additional pressure of having a deadline, and, and that'll get you going too. So are you noticing with young people, um, say millennials or zillennials, that they're having problem with procrastination, or is it just with an older generation? Oh, I, I think it's a mixed bag. Okay. I think it's a mixed bag, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's it, it's across the board, but, but I do think the millennials, they, they tend to have more distractions. So it's, I think it's easier for them 
to put things off and, and do something that's not as not as, not the best use of their time. Right. Um, so, in other words, you're 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 pretty much saying that it, it, it's across the board. Everybody has their different distractions, but you can see it right. more with the millennials because that's what they grew up with. They grew up with the technology, and they've had to deal with the distractions for almost all of their lives. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's a part of their world. I mean, even I mean, my my children, you know, it, I noticed a major difference when I took their have these little tablets. And with, you know, computer tablets, yes. when, when I took them from them during the week, I mean, literally I saw it improving their grades. They got the homework done a lot faster. It was just, a, it was amazing just the impact of removing that distraction from them. So you also do a podcast that, um, that you do on, is it done on a weekly basis? Yes. Yes. And it's, um, let me, uh, <laughs> I just lost, I just lost that information there. It's called the, uh, 30 minute hour. And what yeah. do you talk about on the 30 minute hour? So it's an inspirational podcast. Um, generally we, we talk about inspirational topics, Okay. like you know, making the best of a bad situation. That was the most recent uh, episode. And, and we talk about, we, we kind of got into this whole situation with, the coronavirus, and we actually had uh, our guest as a public health practitioner, and she's actually worked with Dr. Rauchy, who's been dealing with this whole coronavirus, and so she was able to kind of give some our, our followers some good tips. Okay. Um, but it, it's inspirational, um, it's educational, but we, we like to have a good time, too. You know, it, it's, we're not too, too serious, you know, we, we tell a lot of jokes and apply a lot of humor. But really, so it's the, the target audience, it, it tends to be that entrepreneurial person. Okay. That's looking at the next level. So you're, you're just basically giving them tips to make it through the day and, and possibly giving them ideas of what can make their life just a little bit better, especially in the troubling times, especially that we're dealing with right now, with everything being um, basically quarantined on a national level for the most part. And one thing I'm interested in, how are you dealing with this um, quarantine in the in the uh, job that you have right now? Well, the challenge is with the people that I'm working with. Okay. Really keeping keeping their heads uh, in the right in the right mindset, and you're really just focusing on you know making sure we're not thinking, okay, it's doom and gloom, the sky is falling. It, it, you know, really seizing the opportunity. And, and I tell people, and I, and I said this in my presentation, I said this in one of the episodes of the podcast, you know, when, when you, whenever you look at a crisis, it's got two components. You've got the danger and you've got the opportunity. Right? Any crisis. There's always danger, but there's also an opportunity. Okay. And, and we need to seize the opportunity. And, and just a quick example and something I've been working with people on is, you know, I, I feel like isolation, it gives you an opportunity to get better. You know, this, this downtime that's been forced upon us, you know, what an opportunity we have to get better, to study our craft, to, to read books, to listen to podcasts like yours. Right. You know, to watch TED Talks. So, so that's, that's really you know, the people I've been working with, and that's what I've been talking about on the podcast, is really using this isolation season as an opportunity and realizing that, at some point, it's going to end, right? You're right. At, at, at some point, we're, we're going to get to 
we're going to get back to normal. And, you know, you can be bitter or you can be better. So what do you suggest people that are working from home now who have never done it before that may have kids that they're looking at simultaneously because the schools are closed? Uh How do you help them get through that day, especially when they're so used to leaving the house at, say, 9 o'clock and not coming home until 5, but yet they still have work to do while they're at home in the living room, in the kitchen, in the den, wherever it may be, because you know there has to be a lot more distractions now than there were at the workplace. Absolutely. absolutely. So one of the things, let's kind of unpack this, I would say if you're not used to working from home, I think it helps. Like, I, for me, it's a, it's a tough thing to, you know, just be in, like, your pajamas and shorts right, and, and work. You know, I think it helps to, you know, just pretend like you're going into an office environment. You don't have to get fully dressed up, but make sure you, you get up, you, you put your shirt on, you got your clothes on, you shave, and it really kind of goes through that routine as if you were going out in public even though you're not. Um, it, it really kind of helps, uh, helps to get you going. Um, but, it, but it's a challenge. I mean, and, the, and the, what complicates it from the child standpoint is that, you know, the, the, you, you're, you're also homeschooling the child in some cases because the, the teachers are given curriculum. Right. Um, you know, if you can reach out to a support network, you know, are there, are there retired relatives in your network that can help out? Don't, you know, don't try to go at it all alone because it can be overwhelming. Um, and, and one advice, piece of advice I would have is what, what the tendency of people, if you're not used to, to working from home, is you can continue to work because the time you're spending, you would normally spend in traffic, you're now at home. That's true. So I, I, I would recommend you really set a stop time. Set a start time, and then set a stop time. That way you don't, you don't burn yourself out. The uh, guest I had on last night, who is in New York City, and, and what she does has been shut down totally. And one of the things she said she's doing now with her roommates is they're actually scheduling time that they would normally do when it's, this event wasn't happening. They would still try to keep to that schedule as best they possibly can because they're trying to create some type of normalcy. And I've also seen that on the... Uh, the news program I've watched recently where they said, if you're going to go jog, go jog. If you're going to um, go b- grab a bite to eat, even though you can't sit down at the restaurant, go get it, bring it back home again and eat it or even eat it in the car just so you can keep some type of continuity in your life. Because if not, it's good. It's a culture shock. We don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, so, so like the other thing too is it, it's good to have, a transition, right? So it's a, it's a challenge to, if you're working from home, you know, you, you're doing your thing for your office, you may be, maybe you're making phone calls, you're doing reports, to, to go, it's a big challenge to go from that right into the next thing with the homework and everything else. Right. If you can kind of build a transition where you, you give yourself some downtime, even if it's, like you said, go walk around the block, kind of clear your head, so you, that you can transition because that, that's a challenge that people have that, you know, because even if you're, let's say you work at the office, you go to a physical office, you get the transition of sitting in traffic. That's true. Right. right. Then you can come home and kind of adjust to the next thing. But it's a challenge if you're not used to working from home and then all of a sudden you're, you're in the office and then now you, you got to go from work to right into the next thing. 
So if you can build those transitions, that helps. So with what you're doing right now, are you able to do a lot of things online, maybe through um, FaceTime or Skype or something like that? Yeah. My, yes. Mo- most of the things, um, like I'll do a lot, I do a lot of Zoom meetings. Okay. I'll do a lot of, I mean, even with, if I'm speaking to an organization, I mean, I've, I've done things with schools and government agencies who I've presented over Zoom. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that definitely does help. Um, so before I let you go this evening, what do you recommend to everybody right now that are dealing with this situation, how they can actually improve themselves, keep their sanity and just keep moving on? Yeah, I would say, I mean, just really focus on getting better. Okay. How can you use this opportunity to come out of the other side better? You know, just what can you do to to educate yourself uh, to get better. And, I mean, even from and, – and then I would say from a business standpoint, just continue to think of different ways to diversify your offering so that it's not just meant – I think people that, let's say, if, let's say if you speak at conferences, for example, and that's all you do, this is a very challenging time. You know, is there a way that you can diversify your, your business offerings? So always right. thinking about this different ways so that if something happens you you don't have all your eggs in one basket and one of the things you mentioned that uh, your kids are off now how are you keeping them on task well that that's pretty easy because they're 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 given specific tasks they have to do every day uh, from the teacher okay and so my wife and i you know when, when i'm not working you know we're both uh, working with them, just making sure they stay on task and following up with them on the homework. And again, like I mentioned earlier, a big part is taking away those distractions. Right. I think that that made a that makes a tremendous difference when they can focus on uh, the task at hand. Uh, one other thing before I let you leave, because you're talking about those distractions, and this um, and this just popped into my head. A lot of schools are doing online learning right now with with uh, computers and stuff like that. Do you see that being a benefit to the child, or would it be better just to send them home with books and paper and learn the old-fashioned way? Uh, I, I think the books and paper would be more beneficial. Okay. Uh, just, you know, I, honestly, I, I mean, I think ideally – I mean, there is something for just to have interaction with other people, right? Right. I mean, obviously, once we get past this corona season, but, um, you know, I, I saw a study where they, they, they were able to predict, you know, the more successful people. The one thing they had in common was just being able to participate and form these study groups. Okay. And I, I think, you know, when you're with people and you're in a physical location, you have the advantage of being able to collaborate. Um, now that can work if you're hanging around the wrong people because behavior is contagious that can work against you. But I, I, I'm, if you ask my opinion, I really like the kind of the old fashioned <laughs> thing of the books and being able to talk to people and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I can agree with you on that. Well, Eric, thank you very much for joining me this evening and uh, good luck to you. Good luck on the new book. And, uh, we'll talk to you in the near future. Uh, thanks Bill. Thank you for having me, and they can get the book on the discipline of now.com. Okay, sounds great, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.
here online with Bill Alexander. We're going to take a brief break right now and then come back to uh, some uh, open line conversation and uh, hopefully some phone calls this evening. We'll see what happens here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Hey, what's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle, dot, 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 JK. Hit me back. You getting these texts, question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at your boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? Where are you? What are you doing? OMG, you are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at that's you not know that cool. the ice cream scoop can make a child that's smile, cool. and that by slowing us down, the traffic light can keep us going. You know that the lawnmower makes life easier, that the blood bank makes life possible. But did you know all these ideas came from the minds of African-Americans? Support the United Negro College Fund, because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Visit uncf.org or call 1-800-332-UNCF. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Always buckle up. Pull your seatbelt snug, give an extra tug. Buckle up for safety, buckle up. Buckle up for safety, buckle up. Buckle up for safety, always buckle up. The National Safety Council says if you don't have seatbelts, get them. If you do have seatbelts, use them. WMCK.FM, italknet.com, streaming live tonight. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed the conversation with Eric Twiggs. And you can uh, check out his book and everything on his website, ericmtwiggs.com. That's ericmtwiggs.com. That's uh, Twiggs with two G's and an S. Uh, here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. And if you're watching the stream tonight, uh, we're doing something a little bit different. We're actually uh, streaming using my uh, webcam instead of using um, the camera that we usually have mounted. I actually like this look better because you can get an idea of what's going on and it's not so cramped and compacted. But uh, hopefully everything's going fine for you. I know we've been dealing with a lot of stuff recently with uh, with the coronavirus. And last night as we talked to uh, Kristen Tunney, she was able to uh, give us her insight. Tomorrow night we're going to be talking to John Daly about uh, what's going on uh, in the media and how the media is handling it, not only the media handling it, but also how it's being taken care of through D.C. Are they doing enough? Have they calmed the people down? Are we dealing with all this stress and anxiety? What's going on out there? I just know in my little neck of the woods, everything is pretty much shut down totally because of uh, what's happening in uh, this day and age. So unfortunately, we're all dealing with it a little bit differently. One other thing I wanted to tell you guys is if you have the opportunity to check in on someone who may be elderly or a shut-in or someone that is ill with uh, respiratory issues, please check in on them. See if there's anything you can do for them because right now we're in a situation where you all have to pull together. And I know as divided this country has been up until the last week, um, I start to see there being some mending going on, some fences being mended and everything else. 
But if you look, uh, you can give us a call right now. The phone number is 724-505-1955. The phone line's open. If you'd like to join us, want to talk about whatever's going on in your world, give us some uh, idea of where you're located at with the whole idea of the uh, coronavirus and how we're dealing with it. A lot of things I think is really interesting right now is a lot of people are pushing it to June and July when everything will be lifted. Everybody, let's get through the first two weeks and see what happens, and then we'll move on from there. Because unfortunately, we don't know what's going to happen. And hopefully, we'll be able to get this through and make it work in a way that uh, everything works out for everybody. And uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be back on track real soon. Because I know right now, where I'm at in southwestern PA, the tourism industry is getting hit really hard. Um, Local businesses are getting hit really hard. And it's something that we all have to pull together and help them with. And being involved in the local business community, I understand that. And uh, what I'd like to do is open up the door. If anybody in the local business community would like to come on the program to talk about um, who they are, what they do, how they can help people in this time of crisis, or even just just do whatever they want to do, I'll give them an open platform and we can talk about what they do. Because we were in a process. This is this is <laughs> not a good situation to start talking about going live in public for recordings. But we've uh, we're arranging guests to uh, go into public and go to local diners and restaurants and stuff like that and interview people there. I went out and spent the money on new um, portable equipment, got everything ready to go. And we were in a, in a quarantine as of Friday. So everything came on Thursday or no, everything came on Wednesday, got to the test run on Thursday with uh, with an individual, with actually two individuals who worked out really nice. Unfortunately, I can't share it. And then we were all ready to make arrangements to start talking over the weekend, and then we're all in quarantine. <laughs> so maybe it's my fault. I don't know. But uh, that's it. But we're going to be talking to a few people um, coming up in the next few weeks or next few months. And uh, we have interviews scheduled as normal on the program because this is one way for you guys to get communication as we talk back and forth to and from to be able to deal with the situation that we're dealing with right now. Again, the phone number is 724-505-1955. If you'd like to give me a call, anything you want to talk about, open line conversation. Haven't done this in a long time because usually we have guests that have uh, been booked for the whole hour or we have uh, have uh, nothing else to talk about. But now since this whole situation is happening... Um, It's one of those things that you have to deal with. One thing I've noticed, and this has been on the news recently, there is one population that is glad that we're on quarantine, and that's our pets. Um, From the dogs to the cats, the hamsters, the guinea pig, I don't know about the fish, but everybody else, they're just happy that they have someone to share their lives with, and they're not rushing to and from the door during the day waiting for you to come home. I have two dogs. Um, I have Scout, who is a cattle, Australian cattle dog, and part shepherd and then i have another one which is a shadow who is a a sheltie mix which uh, they've been uh, eating this up and we've only been off theoretically for two days because uh, my employer we are in quarantine because it's uh it's in the educational field so unfortunately i'm home (laughs) i could be doing this all day maybe i should do that maybe i should do an all day podcast years ago we did a telethon for um, an organization this was in 2006 2007 and every one of us took a different hour um, of our program and we would actually do it we did it for 24 hours we raised money for an organization it was actually kind of fun because we were sharing it uh with uh 
with the community and with everybody at large. That was one of the program was based uh, solely on TalkShoe.com. Um, that was a long time ago. That was in 2006, 2007. But now we're back here. We're streaming with our friends at Spreaker and iHeartRadio. So we are now... Um, doing something similar with that but we're uh, having conversation with you right now so if you'd like to give me a call you can the note, phone number is 724-505-1955 give us an idea of what you're going through if you don't feel comfortable in calling you can uh, message me on facebook or you can uh, tweet me and the uh, twitter handle is at bill alexander again that's at bill alexander and my facebook handle if i can remember which i can never remember this one because it's it's one of those things where you're trying to uh get people involved with what's going on and i just realized i posted that on the wrong side of the world i gotta do that gotta fix that here real quick because uh we're sharing um the ability to be able to uh, have conversation with people tonight and one of the things that frustrates me about um, the internets is a lot of people don't feel 100% comfortable with interacting live. Now, there's a lot of people that do, but people my age, and I know I'm old, I'm over that 50 cusp and I'm going down the other side. Not as quick as some would say that I am, but uh, but it, it, it's the whole conversation idea, people aren't comfortable with doing it on the internet because they don't know who sees it, who hears it, or whatever else. So it's just trying to get people involved in the program. So the phone number again is 724-505-1955. We have... Uh, Phone lines open, and uh, we are streaming live on italknet.com. And we are also um, broadcasting this on Thursday, I guess it will be. This will be airing on wmkck.fm. And uh, that way you can uh, take part in the program and uh, listen to yourself after we have the conversation, or maybe you can uh, <laughs> ignore it. I don't know. It's up to you. It's whatever you want to do. Phone number again is 724-505-1955. Yours truly, Bill Alexander, with you on a uh, Tuesday night, broadcasting live from High on Top High Street in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. And uh, new sets being put into place as of right now for our TV viewers on Fayette TV Channel 77. And that way uh, you can uh, take take part of the program and actually enjoying what's going on. One of the things I'm noticing right now is I'm having a heck of a time spelling um, <laughs> while talking and writing. In the old days in radio, you had a pen, not a keyboard, uh, trying to be able to uh, share conversation and whatever it may be, but that's okay. Um, we have about, uh, oh, probably about 10 minutes left of a radio show for you tonight or a netio show or a video show or a live stream or whatever you want to call it. Phone number again is 724-505-1955. Yours truly, Bill Alexander, with you on this uh, on this night sharing this conversation. Also, just to let you know, we've uh, done some things recently where I don't know if I shared this with you or not because we've been so busy with the uh, with the program and everything that we are now streaming on multiple platforms depending on what you use we are now on as i mentioned earlier um iHeartRadio we're also on Apple Podcasts on Deezer Castbox Google Podcast tuned in and Stitcher so uh whatever you're listening to your um podcasts on really easy to do all you have to do is go in and, and search us we will be there one other way to search us too is also search it type in italknet.com which is the uh, domain name of the website which is italknet.com 
dot com. So we're going to wrap up a hoot nanny for tonight. I'm glad you guys were able to join us here online with Bill Alexander. And again, thank you very much for Eric twigs for joining us his uh procrastination expert well maybe i shouldn't call me he's an well i guess he's an expert on procrastination just how not to do it i guess or how to move on with your life so everybody you have a great night we'll talk to you next time here online with yours truly bill alexander Help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash PA. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. If you've ever been a renter, you know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't. But did you know Zillow does rentals? It makes the search so easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find that place that's in your budget, but also isn't a shoebox. 
or a place that's close to your parents. But far enough, they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot. When it comes to LASIK, Dr. Boutros and the Eye Center have led the way for the past 25 years. Today, this tradition continues by being one of the few practices in the country to offer you Eye Design 2.0, using the same technology as the NASA James Webb Telescope. And in the hands of an elite surgeon like Dr. Boutros, more patients are seeing 2020 or better after LASIK. Right now, enjoy 20% off eye LASIK with eye design. Go to theeyecenter.com or call 888-844-2020. Some restrictions apply. Switch to Metro by T-Mobile and save more. Get the new iPhone SE now with 5G at the lowest price in prepaid. Just $99.99. I post a lot. And thanks to the iPhone SE with 5G and advanced 4K camera, I'm snapping and sharing while my followers are smashing the like button. Switch and get the iPhone SE for just $99.99. Only at Metro. Save more versus national prepaid brands. Limited time offer in store only. Price for 64 gigabyte model with eligible port. $60 plan and ID. See 5G device coverage and access details at Metro by T-Mobile.com.